Hi, my friends, and welcome to Birthing into the Great Unknown. I'm your host, Stacey Berry, and this is where we are going to redefine pregnancy, birth, parenting, and ultimately ourselves. This podcast is dedicated to those that wish to leave behind overwhelming anxiety and choose to create action and agency in their lives. For what we birth after we give birth can be the most powerful part of our journey. Let's get started. This week, I actually want to just take some time for all the expecting women out there to talk about postpartum self-care. Now, in our childbirth classes, Connected Childbirth, we talk about positive self-care in birth and postpartum. So I feel like we spend so much time preparing for birth, we neglect postpartum. So I'm going to use this time to really kind of dive into creating a model of care for your postpartum needs. And I really try to break this down very simply um, within the context of body, mind, and soul. So we're going to create several key things we're going to put in place for our body for our mind, and for our soul when our baby arrives. Because what I've learned as a birth professional for the last nine years is that our homes are only as healthy as the mother that resides in them. All right, so let me repeat that. Our homes are only as healthy as the mother that resides in them. And what I mean by that is that if a mother is not feeling good emotionally, physically, and mentally, it has exponential repercussions throughout the entire house. It will affect her parenting. It will affect her um, relationship with her partner. It will affect the entire environment of the home. So as mothers, we really need to make sure we're taking good care of ourselves because our health is directly related to the health the health of our household. So in this um, podcast, I want to give you permission to take care of yourself. We have to. It is our duty to take care of ourselves, especially with the rising tide of anxiety and depression. Navigating the postpartum space is very important. And when we do it within the context of body, mind, and soul, I think I think it gives us um, a better way to connect and to understand how important self-care is, right? So um, our agency, Labor, Love, Birth, and Postpartum, we actively work towards setting women and families up for success during this time. And so what that means is, yes, you will need to take a certain amount of preparation. Yes, you will need to take a certain amount of agency. What that means is you need to be your agent of change in your life. All right. It also takes a certain amount of self-awareness. And so what that means basically is you need to be aware of when you aren't feeling good. You need to have the self-aware to understand I am overwhelmed right now. And then you need to choose, that's the agency, to make different choices for yourself and for your family right? And so by putting a few key things in place for yourself, you can actually change how your postpartum period unfolds, how you process your experience, and ultimately how this season in your life changes you. All right, I, I, you know me, pregnancy and postpartum are excellent opportunities to invest in yourself and to invest in becoming 
a more authentic you. So here are some really great ways to start unpacking your postpartum time, putting preparation in place, right? And we're going to do it under, again, the context of body, mind, and soul. So the first part of postpartum self-care, we're going to address the body. Um, your body really is needs to be first. Body first is our motto. And so what that means is we need to understand what your body needs after you have a baby. Now, the most important thing that your body needs after you have a baby is going to be rest. And um, I do have a blog that I've written all these things out. Um, some of these things will be more in detail in the blog. So go to the description and click on the blog to get a better understanding of the things that I am talking about currently. So our first point under body is going to be rest. Understanding that the more you rest, the sooner your body will recover is essential. So you need to understand regardless of how you gave birth, you have a wound inside your uterus the size of your placenta. The average placenta, I would say, is um, about a third of the baby's weight and they say is about the size of a dinner plate. Okay, so in your uterus, you have a wound that is that size. Your uterus needs to shrink down and help heal this wound. The way you ensure that your body is healing properly is by resting. You need to make sure that you're not standing too much. You need to make sure that you're not going up and down stairs too much. You need to make sure that you're not, um, you know, doing dishes for 30 minutes or cooking dinner for 45 minutes and also doing laundry for 20 minutes. All of this is going to keep you um, more swollen, have more pressure and prolong your physical recovery. So rest is essential. And we talk about rest in a very easy context. We talk about it as the five, five, fives. Okay, so we want to kind of have an idea of what this rest means before we have baby. So you basically know what you're going to do and have this expectation to start with. In our Connected Childbirth course, we talk about preparing to spend five days in bed. That means pajamas on, nestled under the covers, only leaving to go to the restroom. Five days in bed. Then we're going to do five days on bed. That means your clothes are on, maybe you're moving a little bit more, but you're mainly sitting or lying down. That could, of course, be on the couch. But for the majority of the day, you are not doing much more than that than just resting. The last five days, you are next to your bed. So this means you may have more mobility. You could be doing more things. You're probably feeling a lot better. But for the majority of the day, you're still sitting and resting and giving your body, what is this, 15 days to recuperate from pregnancy and birth? Um, and again... You're also recuperating from pregnancy. You've been pregnant for nine plus months possibly. So it's not just birth recovery that we're asking our body to recover from, but also pregnancy. So give yourself at least five, uh, five days in bed, five days on bed, five days next to bed. That's 15 days to simply rest. Have this expectation to start out with so you don't resist it. That's the key. Don't resist this rest. Uh, you never get this time back, so try to enjoy it. So body, rest. 
The second part of our body component is put together a postpartum kit. Now, your postpartum kit is going to have the basic hygienic care items for when you come home from the hospital. These are going to be sanitary items to ensure that your recovery is quick um, and easy for you. So these are things that you, items that you have at home, essentially. Um, you can go online and you can find a myriad of lists for your postpartum kit, large or small, do whatever you feel you need. Anything you need to have postpartum wise, even if it comes down to oils, candles, whatever you need. However, the basic care essential kit should include the following. A sitz bath, possibly an herbal sitz soak. We need organic pads and some witch hazel. You will also want a peri bottle that you'll probably get from the hospital. Now, all of these items are essential to ensure that uh, you recover quickly physically from the act of giving a vaginal delivery. A sitz bath is essential. This will cut your healing time in half. Using organic witch hazel and pads to basically create what we call padsicles will help soothe, keep this area clean, and essentially help the skin repair quicker. So again, um, we have a link to this blog so you can read more about your postpartum kit. So in addition to our body category, we need to invest in our nutrition. You need to eat well. So what this looks like basically is that you need to prepare for this time because again, we're walking into this moment anticipating that we're going to spend 15 days not doing anything. So that includes not making food for yourself, right? So unless you have an extraordinary cook at home to help cook for you, you might find yourself eating a lot of takeout if you don't prepare in advance. The upside of this is that we live in a day and age where there are so many options here. Getting quality and nutritious food into your body is as easy as hiring a meal delivery service, okay? So this is the time when we do this. This is the time when we um, ask for more help. This is the time when we do those things maybe we wouldn't do normally. So do not feel guilty hiring a quality home food delivery service because otherwise you could be eating a lot of takeout, like I said. And you have to understand that your body will recover quicker and heal faster the better food you put in it, okay? So like I said, hire a meal service delivery. I also have had many doula clients that actually meal prep meal prep ahead of time. I worked with one woman who actually had 50 um, meal prepped uh, crock pot uh, bags in her freezer. She literally spent a whole... Um, a whole winter break making her meal prep um, because she had a very specific diet and she knew she could just throw those bags right into the crock pot. So that's a great idea. So prepare in advance, okay? So under the context of body, it's really simple. We have rest, very important. We have your um, basic care essential kit, Get your postpartum items together. And we need to prepare for eating well. So get all of these things in preparation. The second category we're going to tackle is the mind. How do you take care of yourself so that you mentally feel good? 
For postpartum specifically, I have three subcategories. The first one's going to be set boundaries. Now, one of the biggest lessons our children can offer us is the excuse to say, nope, I'm busy. Okay? I know for some of us, no can be very hard. And it's one of the most beautiful things our children give us is permission to say no. So we have to understand and qualify that taking care of a newborn baby is a full-time, 24-hour job. Having a baby is literally your get-out-of-anything-obligation-free card, right? So that, um, you know, work agreement that you have, you know, I'm still on maternity leave, sorry, can't do it. That, um, you know, family obligation, sorry, I simply can't do it. Even running errands, telling your partner, can you do these errands for me? I simply can't do it. This is self-care, asking for help and saying no, setting boundaries about around your mental capacity is an essential energy saver. I kid you not. When our children come to us, you'll see how quickly your mind goes to overwhelm. And so it becomes, it becomes an obligation and a way to fashion agency in your life by choosing to give your energy where it is needed and save your energy where it is not needed. Super important. So remember that the better you take care of yourself, the better mother you're going to be. You have permission to say no without guilt or regret. I promise you. Set boundaries. Our next category is to minimize outings and responsibility. Now is the time to do less. You only need to take care of yourself and your baby. That is it. So in order to do those things, you need to ensure that you are minimizing running around. Again, remember that 555, those 15 days where you're not doing anything. Minimizing outings and responsibility will extend into this child's life because again, you need to save your energy for the things that matter most. We have to qualify that you can order most anything online from the comfort of your bed. So there's absolutely no excuse for you to be running to Target three days after you give birth to a baby. Just absolutely no reason. Shoot, even 10 days after you give birth to a baby, there is no reason to be running to Target to return anything, okay? Um, This is something that can wait. Target has a huge, wonderful return uh, policy, right? So you can return that when you feel better. Um, Running around and doing errands will exhaust you and it can send you into overwhelm. So again, this is preemptive care. This is taking care of yourself because you know that if you do too much, it'll push you over the edge. Um, You'll never get this time back. And so this is the time to nest, rest, and relax. We're going to allow others to return items for us. We're not going to care if they don't do it right, if they don't get that exact brand. We're not going to care Okay, it simply doesn't matter. Another great thing to ask people when they go and run those errands for you is to say, here's my Starbucks order. Can you run through the drive-thru? Oh my gosh, what a godsend. They're going to come home with that errand already done and a Starbucks in their hand to offer you and you're going to feel so friggin' blessed. All right. We're only going to be able to do small necessary um, outings like going to the doctor Going to the doctor, you will find, will be so complicated and hard. 
So that's the only thing we do. And then maybe we pick up food afterwards as we come home. Um, I want to also qualify that don't worry if you are type A and you're, you, you know, really relish your busy life, it will come back. I promise you're going to get busy again. You're going to have all the things to do again. So take advantage of this time and allow yourself to say no, minimize your outings and responsibilities, and rest in this lovely opportunity that you've finally been able to experience. Okay? Our last subcategory in taking care of the mind is asking for help. My goodness. We have a culture of martyrdom for new moms, for all moms. We're expected to manage it all, you know, look good while doing it, and then also keep up with Instagram in all of its filtered glory, right? And when we see record statistics for postpartum anxiety and depression, I have to ask myself, who are we serving when we're doing all this stuff? Why are we putting so much pressure on ourselves to get it perfect? To get it right, there is absolutely no right. Like you understand that. There's no right or wrong way of parenting. There is only your way of doing this. So we really need to take the pressure off of ourselves. We really need to make this manageable. It doesn't need to be perfect because it never is. It never is perfect. So we need to make it work and we need to make it manageable. Right? We want to do it skillfully. And when we put certain preparation in place, like we're doing now, this is how we become skillful at our self-care. So we need to ask for help. We weren't supposed to do this all by ourselves. When I work with women who have anxiety and depression during postpartum, it's usually because we're, we're alone. We're isolated and we feel all alone. So I want to remind you that you weren't supposed to do this alone. Eons ago, we had a whole village to support us. Not only would our mothers be there, but our sisters, our neighbors, community members, right? And we would have been there for them too. So there's a difference there as well, is that I think we've lost this tradition in helping mothers. And so oftentimes people don't know how to help. So it's super important that when you do ask for help, you ask the right people. That is self-care. Do not ask people to help you that you know can't help, right? You ask people who you know can help. So we have to understand that we would have had so much support, so much support. And guess what? It is your responsibility to ask for help. It is. That's your agency. You have to do it in order to take good care of yourself. And you need to ask the right people, like I mentioned before. Be it your spouse, your mother, your sisters, your friends, you ask for help. And if you feel like they're not there to help, but they're, they're more work, then hire help. Hire help. You know, Labor, Love, Birth, and Postpartum has tons of postpartum doulas that want to help, can help, are certified in how to help postpartum families, and it is a game changer. So super important when we talk about the mind, taking care of your mental capacity during postpartum, set boundaries, minimize outings and responsibilities, and ask for help. Our last category in self-preparation for postpartum care is going to be the soul. How do we take care of our soul during postpartum? And that really means our truest self, our inner self, right? Um, a lot of women say they lose themselves in motherhood and I don't want anybody ever to feel that way. 
I want us as mothers to take this back and say, I blossomed. I became somebody I didn't even know I was capable of when I walked into motherhood. This is my goal and wish for all of us right? This is the time to expand. So we need to make sure we're still nurturing our soul. So in this context, it can be as simple as getting some fresh air. You need to make sure that you're getting fresh air daily, whether that means you're opening up windows to allow some sunlight in, to be able to smell the air outside. Um, If possible, go sit outside, put your feet in the grass, close your eyes and soak up this one moment of solitude by yourself. Give yourself a pause to just sit in the sun, look at nature and your surroundings and take in your blessings, right? This needs to be away from artificial light, from screens of all kind, um, from people, right? This is something you're doing for yourself. You are investing in this moment, a moment to be alone so that you can take in everything you've done. All right, we always want to remember that while postpartum can be many things challenging, frustrating, joyous, complicated, it is also temporary. So we need to take it one day, one moment, one breath at a time. And this means taking pleasure in that moment, having a moment of solitude out in the sun, in the grass, in nature, wherever you can find it, please indulge. The next thing that we're going to do for our soul is I'm going to ask you, if you're not already, I'm going to ask you to be your own best friend. I talk about this in my childbirth class, Connected Childbirth, about a relationship with ourselves, right? What if you loved yourself like you love a best friend? It's a pretty interesting concept, huh? What if you actually did this? You looked in the mirror and you said, hey, hi, Stacy. you're gorgeous today. I'm so glad to see you. We're going to have an amazing day. You are so loved. What if we loved ourselves like we loved our best friend, said all the things we say to our best friends, to ourselves? How would that change how you treat yourself? How would that change your inner dialogue? How would that change how you see yourself? Being your own best friends means that you're giving yourself all the amazing advice and encouragement that you would give a best friend in their deepest, darkest times, right? We would remind ourselves, oh, go sit outside. I know the baby's crying, but put the baby down. Daddy can watch baby. Go fill your soul, my friend, right? And then we need to actually do it. If we told ourselves, you're an amazing mother, you are such a good mother, Um, I know this is hard and challenging, and you're still doing an amazing job. And then we need to feel that too, right? We need to take that in and feel it. Feel those powerful words. We need to hold ourselves and allow ourselves the space and grace to grow. We need to nurture our own life. Be your best friend and you will change your life. The next uh, topic I'm going to incorporate into taking care of our soul is snuggling. We're going to snuggle skin to skin. Spend absolutely as much time as possible skin to skin with your newborn. Um, This doesn't mean that you're sacrificing your sanity, of course. This means that you're going to forget about creating bad habits. You're not going to worry about whether or not they'll self-soothe or if you're going to spoil them. A newborn baby is not 
going to be spoiled. A newborn baby is not going to be manipulating you. Okay, a one-year-old will, yes, but not a newborn. They lived inside you. They're going to feel so supported by your body, listening to your heart, um, feeling your skin, your warmth. Skin to skin is one of the many treasures of life with a newborn. So we need to indulge in it and not feel guilty for it, right? Remember that you're spending 15 days in, in bed, on bed, and near bed. Guess who also is with you? Your baby. We also have to qualify that your baby's just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. They will never be this small again. Okay, so those initial six weeks or so, snuggle all day as much as you can. You know, soak in their tiny little breath. Feel the warmth of their skin, the weight of their body. Such times are magic, magic for your soul and for your baby's soul as well. The last thing I want to talk about in taking care of our soul is finding community. Now, right now in our current pandemic, um, this is harder than ever. So it's more important than ever too. I want you to connect. I want you to reach out to friends. I want you to not feel self-conscious and ask for help. Say hello. Be the friend you want to have. Okay, connect in any way you can. Joining a mommy group is big. You can find them anywhere now. There's a lot of them online, through your church, through Parks and Rec. So important. I know people that did Parks and Rec mommy groups and 15 years later their kids end, they are still friends, which is awesome, right? Your kids will be growing up together. Um, You will also be gaining a tremendous mommy friend, sometimes for life, which is powerful. So we want to invest in our well-being by finding community. So important. Again, I personally feel like our stats for depression are up because of isolation. So the way to nurture yourself best is have your community in place. The more friends you invite into your life, the fuller life you will have. So it is food for the soul, my friend. So just things to remember. Under your postpartum self-care plan for the soul, you're going to get some fresh air daily. You're going to be your your own best friend. Start now. You're going to snuggle with your baby and you're going to find your community. I hope that this has been useful information for you. When we prepare for postpartum, remember, set some things in place for your body, set some things in place for your mind, and set some things in place for your soul. This is how you take ultimate care of yourself. Sending you resilience, agency, and love. This is Stacey Berry. Until next time. (music) 